What's happening, everybody? I don't know what it is. Corsair Radio, live from the quarantine. Me and my fellas here on the Zoom map practicing social distancing. Got the whole gang here. Danny's here, unfortunately. Yeah, you know we're going to let it happen. Yeah, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> hey, but hey, let's let's get right to it, man. Mike Hill, the PG here with the guys. Uh, shout out to the big from man. the quarantine. To, to the big man's group. I want to shout out my guys, man, who are here. We are we trying our best to stay away, so we're gonna give you something different. Make sure you guys uh check out the video that we're gonna have up on uh, Instagram. It's gonna be very special. Uh, but man, I just gotta introduce my guy, starting off with the one and only Mr. CEO himself. What's up, Danny Boy? What's the deal? You feeling good, feeling great. Got my guys back here with me, chilling. You know what I'm saying? Hey, two goats. He got two goats in the back, so he big chilling. Purple and gold life. Look at him real closely. Don't forget. Oh, we got okay. Three goats. Uh, three goats. Actually, uh, count them plus us six. That makes nine. So we back here big time. Uh, Miss Kitty there too. And speaking of Miss Kitty, uh, we got our guy, the Larry Bird of the show, our Brian Scalabrini, which is terrible as always. But what's the deal, Alex? What's good, guys? Live from the quarantine with Miss Kitty and I. Glad everyone's doing well. Be safe. Wash your hands. And let's get to basketball talk. Peace. Yes, sir. And uh, we got, of course, Mr. Inglewood himself. He might become an Inglewood Clipper, but we're going to talk about it later. But we got Mr. Inglewood himself. What's good, Mike? <laughs> what's good? What's good? Big Mike got a Pappy in the building. You know, of course, our radio coming to you. We on a quarantine life, but... uh. We social distancing together, and we're going to bring you some fuego. You know what it is. Yes, sir. Always flying. Then we're going to take you down south to the dirty, dirty, the man with the backwards G in his background. Uh, our guy, man. What's, what's good, Philip? What up, what up, what up, man? You know, trying to stay safe out here, washing them hands. So we had to get up on Zoom, man. Good to see y'all boys. Make that little minute. Hope y'all staying safe wherever y'all at, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandy on deck. Sandy on deck. Yes, sir. And, of course, I am Mike Kell, the PG, Magic Johnson of the show, and every time on the mic is showtime. Oh, boy, Mike. We super lit. Mike. All the time lit. Uh, but, hey, this is a crazy experience for all of us, but, hey, we making it happen. But I have a question for you guys, and this is how we're going to start the show. And I want y'all to finish the sentence, all right? So, LeBron James was the best when he played for A, his first run with the Cavs, B, the uh, my, his run with the Miami Heat, C, his second run with the Cavs, or D, with the present uh, Lakers. Uh, we'll start with you, Danny. Who you got for LeBron's best run was with who? LeBron will finish his career as the greatest of all because he knows how and what to deliver. He has different LeBron Jameses. But he has the score on LeBron James. He has pass LeBron James. He has to do everything LeBron James. Right now, in this era, we're seeing to do everything LeBron James. This LeBron is the best of all time. I mean, LeBron of all time because he's seen it all. Combining powers into the forcible nature. He's, he's creative for team. He's scoring. He's rebounding. He's passing. He's, he's making it to people feel important. Like you got Jared Jeff on the team not getting let go of. Um, come on now. This, this, <laughs> LeBron James, Lakers, 2020, 
Best LeBron. Facts. I, I like that pick. What you got, Bruce? Who you got as the um the best LeBron? What was his best run? Uh it's take because I think it's still TBD since we haven't finished this one of his best seasons in, of his career this year. Um, you know, I'm just saying, man, if you think about it, if you go back to his first years with the Cavs and with Miami, it's pure athleticism. Like, I mean, he had a lot of talent, passing ability, all the gifts that he had. But, I mean, then when he went back to the Cavs and to carry those teams to the championships three years straight, it, it was a sight to see, especially with the finals numbers he was putting up, or playoff numbers, period. Mm. Now we got this LeBron in L.A. that's a point guard, a real-life point guard, the position that he's loved to play, he's always wanted to play. And, and he got drafted to the league. And He's pretty much, and we haven't seen him mm-hmm. when, you know, when we hit the playoff time and he turns that focus up even more. So, yeah, this comes. is like LeBron. This, this We're is getting like right LeBron. Now. We're getting Ron. I think the Lakers will get the best LeBron. Mm-hmm. So, Hans, who you got as the best? What was LeBron's best run? All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be that guy and break it down two ways. I have my favorite year of LeBron, and then I have my favorite time of LeBron. My favorite time of LeBron was with the Heat because that's when not just myself, but pretty much all of America was invested. This was a man who was the best player in the league, who spurred and at the time spurred his hometown team to go play with two big name stars in Miami and South Beach, win five, six, seven rings, yada yada yada. That was the time where it was the biggest rivalry between him and my Celtics. And, of course, they beat my Celtics. They went on to win two rings, and they made the league very fun and interesting. If there was ever a way to go from the Lakers – I mean, the Lakers and Celtics finals to someone else, it was very fitting to see LeBron James with Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, in Miami being the villain that everyone wanted. It was almost like he turned into a comic book villain. Everyone rooted against him. Do you remember when all NBA fans were in rejoice when the Mavericks beat them in that first year? You remember when everyone was talking about how the Spurs? Not right, me. Well, everybody. You guys are bums. All right. Well, everyone else, was mad. including myself. All right. Well, get out of here with that nonsense, Michael. Look, everyone <laughs> else. Have the Celtics really with, bad? And we're bums? Oh, I'm talking about 17 rings. Slow down, Mike. Anyway, yeah. we're talking about we're talking about Miami Heat. Like ended up having and we're the most story franchise in history. Back then. I'll say one name that you guys can't bro, like twelve of those champions. Bill Russell. Count, bro. Yeah, you can't say twelve. You can't say anything bad about Bill Russell. You can't even mention those rings. <laughs> he was the only man in the league. league. What you mean? Literally, this kitty doesn't approve. Right, let me get. Let me finish, Mike. Let me finish my take. You guys can do your thing. Go twiddle your thumbs. Or We're talking about LeBron. Let me talk about this. Now we're talking about LeBron James' best run, in my opinion, was with the Miami Heat in those four years. But my favorite year of LeBron James was the 2017-2018 season where he averaged career highs at the time in career low minutes. He had 36.9 minutes per game. Yeah, he was dropping 27.5 points per game, had 9.1 assists, which at the time was a career high, and 8.6 rebounds, which was tied for career high. It might have been the LeBron that was the most dominant offensively in terms of point production, but what he was doing all around in the game at that point was beautiful. It was like watching poetry. 
Alex, we heard too much of you, man. Mike, tell us your favorite LeBron. Jesus Christ. I'm trying to thank get you, an eloquent take, you. and this man is just talking nonsense. Jesus. Mike, give me a take. Wrong windy take. Man. You're right. You're correct. You are correct. Um, <laughs> I he got, gave us that Celtic. This is reverse you know racism That's at its true. finest. Fact. We love you, bro. We love you. We love you. So who you got, Mike? But I definitely have – I have the most entertaining one to me was the Miami one. But you have to think about it. Thank you. Yeah, like he was dominating in the playoffs on another level, but he was showing us on a consistent basis why he was being a top-tier number one arguably every year in the decade. Like you have to think about when he was a Miami Heat, he came in and instantly said, we're going to go to the finals. Forget all yeah. the BS about the – I'm not – I'm guaranteeing rings. That was stupid. That was, I mean, I understand the confidence, but – we knew seven, eight, whatever, bro. You might get two. You did. But he did what he needed to do, but he was the star on a team of three athletically gifted and talented basketball players. That was like, where he would be at the prime physically of his life? Yeah, he was he still learning. Mean, he was learning how to be uh, more efficient. The, so like who the, you got? And, like, the posters he was putting on folks. Like, it was – Facts. Those battles with him and D. Rose, like. Yeah. But you, you, we got to see a chance to him have an all-star in Dwayne Wade. Forget Chris Bosh. And Dwayne Wade and another top five player for certain years at the time that they were attending. And you have the best duo in the league, and they were dominating together. And you was like, okay, if you have somebody that's. Huh? It was unfair for a long time. It was. He had somebody to defer to, and he was just as good in any clutch situation and building up to that and even up to taking over a game. I love yeah. it. Hey, so, Philip, who you got? Which LeBron gave that you think gave his best run as a player? Let us know. Uh, I'm going to have to go with post-Miami Braun. He, uh, he was the Cleveland. Little, I got you. He was like – he was less – Athletic, but he was way smarter because of that time. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I like that. So he was combining, like, even though he had kind of already hit the peak athleticism on the way down a little bit, his intelligence was up there as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, he had both intelligence. Somebody turn their audio off on their phone. Huh? Somebody, is somebody like watching something on their phone right now? No. Here? I mean, he wasn't at his peak athleticism, but his knowledge that he learned from D. Wade and went on championship, he was able to bring back and lead the Cavaliers. So I think that was my uh, – that was the best thing to me. And then he beat, like, the best team ever. You know what I'm saying? When you beat the best yeah. team ever, that's got to be the best shoot. So. Hey, so for me uh, – and, Philip, you're wrong. That's not the best team ever. Shaq and Kobe, Jordan and Pippen will have an argument with that. Talking about uh, 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 record wise, wise, but you know, whatever. They uh, uh, just so we can move on with it, <laughs> and just so we can move on with it, I I thought it's I would have chosen uh, Miami uh, LeBron because that's where he was at his physical peak. Uh, he gave you two, he gave you two years shooting fifty six percent from the field, and for for a wing player that is incredible. And, like, he hasn't had anything, um, like, close to that as far as field goal shooting. And just balling out with uh, Miami, and it just – they made it so easy. What they win, 22 straight games. Um, they made it to four straight finals. It sucks he only won two. 
But, man, he did a hell of a job with that Miami Heat run. And, you know, he's going to go down as one of the greatest players ever. And he just, man, he's he's remarkable to watch. And you got you to gotta show Top him love. Three. Top three. You guys thought, you know, when it came to his run because, hey, it's, it's crazy. So, hey, make sure you guys that look at us on Instagram, hit us up, let us know, Corsair Radio with the starting five, that you let us know your favorite run when it comes to LeBron James. Um, so just so we can get this BS out the way, Alex, give us this little something uh, dump. Ladies and gentlemen, on this week's episode of the Celtic Dump, no season, no ring, no nada. All we have to look forward to is what the tail end of the season brought, and that was the evolution of Jason Tatum. The man averaged 30 points plus at the end of March, going into it, won Eastern Conference Player of the Month. This guy is going to be something special. And now with the departures of Tom Brady, and now with the departure of Mookie Betts within a 36-day span, New England has no clear face for Boston sports. So now, after years of waiting, a Celtic player finally raises up, puts his hand up, and says, I'm here. We thought Isaiah was going to be that guy. Now with he the rebuild area in between, it was sad. I loved IT. But now we're in that point where Jason Tatum is now the clear-cut face of New England sports. Hey, so Jason Tatum, I agree, Hines. He's a great player, but let, let's not put him up there with those great names yet until he can bring the Boston a championship. So, uh, whoa, whoa. I'm just, hey, I'm just saying. Hey, but it's uh, the Courtside Radio, Storm 5. Man, we're giving, it, giving you guys this live show, the quarantine edition. Um, we stand with our scraps. We're ready to uh, – we're ready. We don't know what's about to happen. But, man, let's just go around the league. So one of the biggest things that happened, especially for us uh, here in Los Angeles, in um, Inglewood, Hollywood, wherever we are, oh, man, the Clippers are going to be playing at the at the Inglewood Forum, which is oh god, so insane the forum. news. That's small news for a small. We're not playing at the forum, but they're going to be in Inglewood. They're building a stadium out there in that area where they're building all the new stuff. Yeah, this was coming. They had been inquiring but, for some time. Okay. What, so what does that mean? We still hate him, not LA people. The reason he mean? bought the forum the because the forum had a deal with the city of Inglewood that no more stadiums could be built un unless you bought Dude, it Madison, and changed Madison, the rules. Madison Square Garden had that deal. Unless you, unless you give $400 million. Million. No, Dolan. He basically had to cash Dolan 400 million. He basically yeah. said, give me half a billion and we good. Yeah. I, so hope, what do I, hope, I hope Dolan take that money and go and retire, man. Get out of there. Nah. Man, facts. That hey, man so, got to go. I don't even mess with New York sports look, like that. But the Forum is, is the best place for the Clippers to go. Let, let's just get it started. The Forum is the best place for the Clippers to go at this point because they need to separate – from Staples. That's not separate. The they're not well, playing. If they're going to be, the if they're going to be, it, I mean, they're not going to be playing in the form, but they're going to be in that area. The point is, yes. they're out of Staples Center. Finally, they this whole nonsense of they're playing in the house that Magic <laughs> okay. built. Okay. Okay. Separation. I'm sorry to insult you, but let's get it right. 
the Clippers are finally out of Staples Center, no longer covering the banners, and no longer Edwards. going to be share that. They're going to be a separate team. Sure, but most people they like go, they they're not the in Los Angeles. You want, but you at this want, point, the Clippers are no longer playing in the Staples city. Center. They're still in the city. That's Diddy, the Diddy. They're, they're going to get city, but it doesn't matter. They need to get out of the, the Staples Center. All right, if you're going to tell me that you had the option between them at least staying in the city and moving into another building versus staying in Staples, you're going to have them leave, right? Why? Right? No, no, no. Just yes or no. Just yes or no. Gone. Yes or no. Yes? They're leaving. You, want them, you don't want them in Staples. So they are finally gone, and they will play in another area, which works out. That's yeah, so They will no longer be in Staples. So, well, Danny, what you – so but, what's your take on this, Danny? I mean, I don't really have necessarily take. I just I feel that they should leave the city. Like, there should not be the Los Angeles Clippers. That should not exist. That type Los Angeles should not exist. They should be the Buffalo, the Buffalo, the <laughs> Rex. They could be whatever. They put them in San Diego. They don't got them in San Diego, man. Los Angeles, hey. Los Angeles is a lady. Period. It's not a Laker and it's not a Laker or it's a Laker. 100%. And they will forever be the little kids of basketball to me until they leave the state. But what if what if they're because what if they're pretty much doing like the Angels, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, they become the Los Angeles Clippers of Inglewood. Like Anaheim Angels both trash. <laughs> I thought that was ridiculous too, but that's just me personally. Yeah, I'm not in LA to me. But LA yeah, they have two sports teams, bro. As you seen when they just brought in a new soccer team, the LAFC. LA is just famous for having two sports teams in every sport, bro. That's a great environment. First Let's, of all, we're, we're just you got the Lakers and the South Bay Lakers. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's all we need. We're talking about major. We're talking about major. <laughs> the Sparks are I mean, Sparks South Bay Lakers. This nigga said the Sparks. The Sparks are better than – people would rather go see the, the Sparks in L.A. than to go see the Clippers. Oh, hey. God. Now you're making this up. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that fan. far. I would not <laughs> yeah. go that far. No, I wouldn't either. But, Mike, to be honest, I just feel that – In the, in the Lakers, tier of basketball in L.A., the Clippers still don't make that top three. I don't see any Clippers. Let that be known. Who who was tripping the other day talking to something? It goes Lakers, Sparks. Oh, let's go Sparks. I see you with the I see you with South the town. Thank you, Danny. The people hooping at Venice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those Lakers, people. All right, can we actually have a real moment Sparks, and say that those those people that are balling South right now at Venice are Westchester Comets and in the Fairfax Lions. South Bay Lakers. <laughs> South Bay Lakers. Did you so, say Westchester up there already? Hey, you said but, Westchester too. Yeah, I mean, Westchester up there, they, they, they are four. Yeah, I, honestly, four. I, honestly think, I honestly think for the Clippers, like Clipper fans, shout out to Clipper Daryl, because this is big for them because they finally get their own. Like, imagine being that little brother that has to keep wearing hand-me-downs every day until you finally like, damn it, I don't have to wear hand-me-downs anymore. I got Are you saying own. this from experience? No, I got a big brother, so yeah, I had to wear some hand-me-down <laughs> stuff, but – no, what I said is Michael still wear the same size as when he was in second grade. Short ass man, man. get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, I, hey, big brother clothes he got to grow into. Hey, I think it's a great look for the Clippers. But uh, on a more serious note, uh, to continue around the league, uh, man, cat, uh, cats, 
uh, Carl Anthony Towns' mom has tested for coronavirus, and man, she's going through a lot right now. She's in the hospital. Uh, I just want to know mentally. She's been uh, putting a men, uh, medically, medically induced coma. Medically yeah. induced coma. So, how do you guys like? If you guys have any take, it don't have to be much, but just like you know, any any type of thing that you have for that. And I know Alex, you started something good. You were talking about the people being at the um, beach playing basketball. Look, that they I, need to take it more serious. The, all right. So first off, the UK family wishes best to Cat's uh, family. We're praying for you and pulling for you and pulling for your mom. We're happy that your dad is finally out of the woods. Um, but on a serious, on a more serious note, Cat was making a point to talk about how people need to take this seriously. And there are people still playing basketball at Venice Beach as if it were nothing. There's a reason why there was a safer at home order issued in the, the state. And in Los Angeles alone, we just got more news coming out today saying that they want us to be on a longer lockdown than expected than all the stuff that's coming out in the news. As opposed to that, they're saying we're going to be indoors longer. People need to take this more seriously and understand there's a reason why you got to be indoors. There's a reason why athletes are getting more so involved because it's touching their lives too. So in order to stay safe and in order to bring people to a point where they can understand this, it's unfortunate to say, but it takes seeing big name people that you know and associate with, such as Tom Hanks, such as Carl Anthony Towns' mother, unfortunately, go through this to make people realize, yeah, this is very serious. You should take it seriously. Stay at home because it's not just your life that's at risk. It's the people that are sick and that are surrounding you whose lives are being put in jeopardy because of foolish acts like being outside and playing contact sports. True. Yeah. So and any anybody else got any takes on this? And I think uh, what he said was spot on personally. I just wanted to give a little context because I had looked at the medically induced coma. And basically, it seems as if, right, because of the mental states that you could be put in from being afraid of dying or whatever, you know, you feel is going on with your body. And just from the pressures of anything, the anxiety that you can have, you know, the medically induced coma, I've heard it kind of really just be at peace, you know, all the Yeah, true. You know, the level that you need to be at. So I think that's something that these people that are sick need to be kind of applying. Obviously, he has money to get a sense to what he would be done for his mom. But for people that are, you know, dealing with it, don't have a cap. You know, at the end of the day, if you want to keep it alive, that mental part is partially what's probably killing people a little bit, right? You know, oh, just yeah. the fear. Oh, yeah. so I think that really look at it as something that could be doing to help with, you know, I mean, I don't know you delete costs, how, you know, that whole side of the medical world, but that should yeah. be something looked at as a way to kind of help these people that are getting sick in the hospital eat their mind during that time you know, when they're most symptomatic things like that. no and I, I agree yeah. so, uh, I want to I want to kind of piggyback off of kind of what Hans is saying as far okay. as them extending the um extending the period. Like if people don't take this seriously up front, this is gonna cause longer consequences for the rest of us. You know, yep. the longer people play around with this thing the longer it's going to end up um, like causing us to uh, uh, stay indoors and stuff. And I think that uh, <clears throat> um, it's very important that we all take this serious and that we all group together and try to curb the number of people or uh, cases and stuff and then that way we can get out quicker. Also, I wanted to point out that it seems like there's a lot of NBA um, people, NBA fans, as opposed to other sports that are being influenced, I mean, that are being touched by this corona thing. I know that the NBA was the only, uh, pretty much the only um, sports league 
in season, so they were doing a lot of traveling and stuff. Baseball was just getting started up, but it seems like a lot of the news that we hear um, is from the NBA, and they're being, you know, uh, impacted a lot through this coronavirus thing. Obviously, during the meat of our season, is extending, pushing back the playoffs and whatnot, or we even have a season. But I just so, want to give a, a prayer to all the all the people in the NBA that are affected, as far as from workers all the way up to you know, so so Bruce, Bruce and Michael. I'll, I said Bruce and Michael. Bruce and Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about MJ, man. He's he my government. Him. Okay, I feel you. Hey, Bruce and Mike, I, I want to I get you guys' take on. So we know that Christian Woods of the uh, Detroit Pistons, um, he was one of the athletes that uh, the NBA players who had the coronavirus. His agent came out today, uh, according to Bleacher Report, and has stated that he is fully recovered. Like, what type of like, how should we take this type of news in as, um, you know, people who are out here trying to figure out what the hell is going on and what does this do to you and can you survive it? Uh, how should we take this news? There is First hope. Off, oh, my bad. This, yes, Bruce and Mike. Hey, they, they, damn, damn. Come on, yeah. bro. Big cap. But, nah, I just think that there is hope and – as long as you take care of yourself and you, you follow, you know, like what your doctors are telling you and the things that people would tell you. I'm telling the young man, uh, once he found out, self-quarantine. Um, I know one thing is the young, healthy athletes uh, are likely to recover. They have strong immune systems and things like that. This is something like Himes touched on was it's the people around you you have to worry about the most. You know? So we understand because the numbers of deaths the number of cases that we've had are, it's, there's a big gap there. So a lot of people are making it through this, but you are down for quite some time. And the problem is, if you can't get the proper help, if you happen to go down, sure. then, then you can end up on the, on the wrong side of it. So, and with the way it is, our population, we don't have enough space in hospitals. So like Italy had been doing and turning people away, it's over to China with the most deaths. Um, it 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 can get bad if people don't listen and understand. That they need to stay home. What you feel about it, Mike? I feel like this is a crucial time to understand that. First shout out before I want to touch on that. Cab of Carl Anthony Towns and his mom. That shows that honestly, the people closest to you can still be at risk, no matter who you are. It's not what you do, it's the people around you. So like Bruce was saying, it's like, you gotta think about it. Like right now, this is a time to really be cautious, careful, but you gotta be aware of what's around you, what's going on, and how this is, it's, it seems to only be getting worse before it's gonna get better. But you have to like, truly tap in with yourself, be close with your family, reach out to them. And like, these are the times where you come together. Like we can get through this together, like honestly, but we do have to be progressively. Huh? No, no, that that too. You know, people need to shut down certain jobs. Uh, a certain job still needs to shut down, so other people can still be at home. Finally. Facts, big facts. Hey, but um, uh, once again, Courtside Radio with the starting five, man. Sanitize on deck. Doing our uh, quarantine episode. Um, you know, make sure that you guys check us out, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, 
Oh, man, Google Play, and of course, the Good News Radio app, iHeartRadio. Check Radio. us out on YouTube as well, Courtside Radio. Check us out online, the Good News Radio. Yep. Download the Good News Radio app. Also, check out all of our social medias, guys. Drop them socials. Hey, we're not we're not there yet, Hans. But you gotta get you gotta give him the plug in the middle of it. That yeah, was perfect. That was yeah, perfect. you gotta give him the plug Let's in the middle stop. of the show. Yeah, we'll wait, Hans. Yeah. You're hey, if y'all wondering, Philip Three Brown. Philip Three Brown. Mister, I'll hey. call you back. Hey, hey, you gotta go to underscore because I will. Hey, just show him in there. Mike Kelly PG, Danny, what's your tag? Well, Mr. won't call you back. I gotta, we gotta change Mike. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Thank we you. We have to. I've been constantly saying he will never call us back. <laughs> Hans, we got a group chat. I'll text y'all before yeah. anything. Like. <laughs> Guys, it's at Himes LA, H Y M E S L A on all socials Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Find me there at Alex Himes on YouTube, where you can catch all of our shows from courtside. Get it right. Dude, don't at me. All of them there, baby. Bruce, drop the social media. Shice right up there. Is that Shice to the right? <laughs> it's your boy Bruce. Bruce. Y'all on IG. Yeah, holla at me at, on Twitter at uh, Sir Brewster. S I You up next? Social media tags. Oh, oh, I thought I started it off. Philip Three Brown. He did, Easy. but you, I always got to, I'm sorry about that. I so forgot. Yeah. Lovely likes, ladies, tap in with us. And Danny. The bundles and the lashes for you. Exactly. Yeah, you, you, you're the last one, Danny, before we move on. Oh, yeah. You already know? Danny underscore. The one and only Mr. Light It Up. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, bro, you got to introduce yourself to our fans, man. We got a whole bunch of new fans. Mr. CEO. <laughs> hey, but. Hey, just to move things along. King uh, Julian ass nigga. Hey, just to move, <laughs> just to move things along. Uh, of course, Mike Hill, the PG on all social media tags. But uh, I got to give y'all this hating ass Mike Hill segment. And it's kind of veered away a little bit from basketball, but it can go towards basketball too. So I'm going I'm to throw this shade at Skip Bayless. I have to hate on you. Because this dude <laughs> was downgrading the importance of Bill Belichick to Tom Brady's winning. Like, coaches and great coaches really help ah. you win. And I don't want to hear you, Hines. Bill Belichick was the find out. why that team won. No, you're not reason. hearing anything from me. I was just going to tell you outright. There's a reason why the Patriots fan in this group shows no interest in talking about it because yeah. I don't care. If, if you're not cheating, What has Skip Bayless wrong? Juan, does he have rings? No. Is he a great sports analyst? At times, yes. His heyday, first take with Stephen A. Now he's with Shannon Sharp. I love Shannon Sharp. I'm all about the black and mild. Shout out to Mike. But I still Man, don't yeah, give this any light. Right it's, it's him talking about it. Come on. Hey, but yeah. Bayless. So, so Skip, Skip Bayless, Skip I got to hate on you, man. You be throwing out some BS sometimes. And I don't know why people like it, but you're Skip Bayless. So I guess that's why people love to hate you. But Skip Bayless, I'm hating on you. Stop saying this nonsense. Bill Belichick is the Patriots. Great coaching is needed both in football, basketball, baseball, and any other sport. Great coaches need to get their credit. It's, it's not Everything changing. on ESPN, the Ocho, they need great coaches. The Cornhole League, that's freaking intense. Go watch. Facts. You know the Patriots. Who do you think will have a better season, Patriots or uh, – What? Patriots. I'm just asking. Yeah, Buccaneers, clearly. 
But I just to move it along, so I got a question. With the great coaches? If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Patriots philosophy. Remember that. Hey, get out of here. That's all. Awesome. So, I want us to discuss. So with with the impact of no, there's no NCAA tournament. Like, what type of impact do you guys think it's going to have on the on the draft? And the reason why I say this is because we usually use the NCAA tournament for players to take that next jump or for us to learn some of these top guys' name and actually watch them because a lot of big-time NBA fans don't watch college basketball. So March Madness is needed for us to be like, oh, okay, this guy is a baller. So his yeah. ranking to the draft is right. But now it's like, I was looking at ESPN's top 10 list. Bro, other than Anthony Edwards, LaMelo Ball, James Wiseman, and Big O because he played at Chino, I know no one else. So what do you guys feel about that? And bro, the player of the year, the player of the year from Dayton is number nine. Like, yeah. I'm going to tell you guys this flat out right now. I've been lucky at Fox. I get to watch these games and do a lot of NCAA games. So I will tell you, I have an advantage over a lot of people because I have to watch the games that don't really matter, even down to the San Diego games where they're playing nobodies. And one of them. Hey, they play Air Force. I was talking about Mount West Conference. Why you respect that? There ain't no respect there. I'm telling you that much. There ain't nothing to respect there. But I have an advantage advantage over everyone in this chat talking about what's going on with the NCAA. So for me, I don't really have – I'm not really invested in this as much as you guys are. But I get where you're coming from with the tournament being your measuring stick and barometer to see, all right, these are the top players people talk about, but we don't necessarily know their talent level yet because we all do. Everyone uses the tournament as a measuring stick to figure out how good these guys are. Did, did any of us know D-Wade before the uh, NCAA tournament or after? Like, I didn't know D-Wade before the tournament. Hell so no. Like, nobody knew who D-Wade was. D-Wade no one knew what Marquette was. By the so time he made it to so the final four. I think you normally get that one or two. Yeah. It's normally not necessarily a, a big trick, but even John Morant, he kind of got his accolades towards that. So he beat it up. You got you to gotta go to the guys like – like DiVincenzo, who wasn't on anybody's radar and rolled the way. Yeah, you, you got to go to guys like Gordon Hayward, even though he was, you know, even though he would may have been may have been an NBA pick, he definitely uh, had his stock rise when they made that long run to the NCAA tournament. So it's gonna be a lot of under the radar players that don't get that exposure that they need at that level. Perfect like, new example would be PJ Washington from UK. I knew about PJ. Kimball Walker. What? Kimball Walker. Is well. talking about people from like Kimball Walker, like, baby. I'm talking Stay about people Mike. that are brand new, like people that are fresh. People yeah, knew baby. about PJ somewhat, but no one knew how good he was. Last year, he killed it in the tournament. Hey, he Mike, say that name again. Kimball Walker, baby. Cardiac Tell us about Kimball. What do you Cardiac do? Cardiac Kimball. Do you understand that he took over the whole tournament? Made his team get the chip, but he made his name be known. He became a draft pick after the turn. Nobody was right. looking for UConn. Nobody was looking for Kim. He did Bruh. his damn thing and he proved his, he proved his game. Bro, that man went off in the Big East tournament to even make it because they weren't slotted to go to the well, like tournament. Four, three, they four, had to win the. Hmm? So, Bruce, what's your, what's your take? What's your take, Honestly, Bruce? I don't think it's that big of a deal. Reason being, College basketball was already on its way out when it came to the top tier talent. What do you? Yeah, times is a problem. Like I was but saying, something stupid about that. I knew it. Something stupid was about that. College basketball it, was already having issues keeping top tier talent. A lot of t- 
uh, gentlemen were going overseas and things like that. And they were already moving into the point where the got the kids were going straight out of high school anyway. So unfortunately for them, where I think it hurts the NCAA, where they were going to have their time to shine, where I think it was going to be one of the best tournaments we had seen, a lot of upsets and like nobody really knew who was going to win it this year. But when it came and like the players would have been able to make a name for themselves. But like Alex said, there's guys that sit and watch these teams all year and they know what these guys are capable of. Yeah, sure. I think another thing is there's a lot of opportunities, and maybe they stay another year now. I think another thing is like so those players that play in those mid major conferences, um, like a Gordon Haywood, they get to play against now those top tier um teams, true, in the tournament and get to show what they really have against some great players. Obviously, Gordon Haywood is like one of the top two players in his league, but then when he's playing against uh, all those other teams from the tournament, then we get to see them get some other top-level talent to really get to get a good evaluation for them. Yeah, and it's like Steph Curry, he was able to play against the, the top teams, and it, you really were able to say, damn, he can do this against anybody. Right. And he ended up raising his stock to being a, a top-10 uh, draft pick. And I think that is big, but, hey, man, uh, before we get up out of here, we always finish the show with our uh, Throwback Thursday Player of the Week. Uh, which is a throwback player from the past that maybe you forgot about. And this week, it is none other than Marcus Camby. Um, oh, my God. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Check it out. Check it out, guys. Uh, which one? Which uh, one? The, uh, the Marcus what you mean? of UMass. Bro, it's only one Marcus Camby. I'm talking about like, the real Marcus Camby. Shout out to UMass, baby. No, um, he was a defensive player of the year, 2006, Number one pick, baby. Four-time uh, leader in blocks, four-time all-defense, uh, all-rookie guy. He was just a baller. You could take whichever team. He wasn't the greatest offensive player, but he was just a guy that gave you uh, everything else. And Marcus Camby is a throwback Thursday player of the week. Uh, Boards man, and blocks, Thank baby. you guys for tuning in to something new, something different uh, that we have to adjust to. And we hope that you adjust to, and you got to love it. It's us at Courtside Radio. So, man, thank you guys for tuning in, whether it's live, with the Good News Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Play, your mama phone, daddy phone, sister phone, your auntie phone. There. Thank we you. We everywhere, baby. Hey, and make sure you guys check out our Instagram um, so you guys can check out the video of this actual episode. And then be ready because either Friday or Saturday, we're going to hit y'all with just the visuals only of our courtside radio debate hour where we just gonna go at it over a couple topics and we're gonna show you what we do baby so hey thank you guys for tuning in and listening to Corsair Radio with the starting five make sure y'all tune in and catch out with Tangents up next Michael the PD Bruce the Center Himes the Small Ford we got and Mr. Out of Pappy the shooting guard we here to kill it for you every Thursday hey it's about to be a takeover Inglewood Clippers, you already suck. I'm already saying it. And that's just how it is, baby. Ain't no Inglewood Clippers. Radio out. Peace. Peace. Peace.